you people should stop buying shit coins because shit coins are a financial risk for society. Only buy a Bitcoin before you get financially wrecked. Consult with a professional before investing. People of the Citadels, Volume 5 of Citadel 21 is now out on Citadel21.com. Those signs finally arriving into the United States of America through container shipping, apparently, and soon you will be able to resume purchasing earlier copies of Zines. Volume 6 is also being worked on right now. So soon you might be able to see more sweet, sweet signness. So what you're waiting for? Get on Citadel21.com and pre-order your own copy before it's out of stock forever. Hey guys, today I'm sitting down with David Molnar from Basabi Wallet. We will be talking about his experiences with Bitcoin, how he got started, how he discovered it, how he got started with Wasabi, and many more interesting things. So stay tuned, because after the music, the episode starts right away. recording now so welcome to the bitcoin rehab show welcome to the show how's it going over there hi thank you for having me all good thank you very much it's finally good to have you on the show i've been we wanted to interview for a while now Uh, we only managed to get it around get around to it now like a while ago so it's pretty good to have you on the show uh I don't think many people know you. I mean, I know you personally <laughs> since we met in real life, but I think uh, you should introduce yourself to our dear listeners. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my name is David Monar. Um, <clears throat> I work for Wasabi currently as a CTO. Mm, I think for half a year or something like that. And uh, basically, I'm writing code. So, who who is familiar with GitHub? might know me but i'm i'm not a an influencer or or someone who is in the community somehow i'm i'm a software developer basically i get to know the bitcoin community and the bitcoin uh stuff bitcoin influencers bitcoin people but uh, this is a slow slow progress because mainly i'm i'm interested about and working with the code working with the technologies and that's why I'm I'm under the hood, you know. That's cool. So so, uh, so you work at Wasabi, okay? So h- how did you really get into Bitcoin? Well, 
if the question is when did I hear about Bitcoin for the first time, it was about uh, 2011. Uh, we worked together with Adam Fitcher, as known as Nopara73. He's the, the 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 god of Wasabi or the inventor of Wasabi. So we worked together at that time, and he was just uh, in a Hungarian company developing medical softwares and devices there. And he, he was my intern, and that time he mentioned that he started to research Bitcoin to put some money in it, and also agitated me to join. But uh, honestly, I, I did, didn't care at all at that time. I was looking at this like a risky investment or some, some uh, cyber coin or something like this. So it was a bit shady for me. So I, I said no. Yes, it was because when you went to the internet at that time and read about it, you know, like like today, you you can find everything and uh, someone saying that oh it will blow up soon and it will be it's it's nothing it's just another hyped thing. Um, of course, meanwhile my opinion changed. Uh, one thing that I strictly remember that Adam told me buy now Bitcoin because the price never be that low again, which was 160 USD dollar, and uh, I didn't. So <laughs> I had my salary in fiat, and I was happy with that. Oops. Uh, yeah, you know, this is the, the path of learning. Uh, I Maybe I had to do that decision at that time to be here now. So, you know, the butterfly effect movie. Yeah. That Little things can change a lot. So because now I'm happy with Wasabi and where where I am, then it it should not be a a bad decision. <laughs> where did the turning point came for the whole not believing in Bitcoin thing? Oh, it was it was later on. But I, first, I I have to <clears throat> I would like to say more things about this because sure. Um, maybe it was because I had a, a couple of bad investments. Uh, in the past, like you know, I put the money in the bank, yeah. and they did five percent on a in a year or something like this, which was a ridiculously small amount of money. Then I was trying to invest to something else, like <laughs> many <clears throat> like friends doing some business together or some sudden ideas. Uh, things like this, for example, once I had a car tractor with a winch on it because we wanted to do a car saver company or tow away company or something like this. So these these kind of things. By the way, it was it was fun. I like to drive that monster. <laughs> Literally, it was it was very good. But it was a bad investment. So at the end, I lost some part of my money. So I became very suspicious with every investment. And, uh, you know, at that time, Bitcoin came to my mind because Adam told me about this. And, and I immediately said that, okay, it's, 
<laughs> it's shady. It's I, I don't know what is this. I don't want to lose money again. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so so my first encounter with Bitcoin, uh, because that was your original question, is that that's when I get to Wasabi at 2018, and uh, I get my first salary in Bitcoin. That wow. was that was the starting point when I really get get the grasp of what what is this, how it is working, what's what's the point in it. That's cool. So you get paid in Bitcoin now, every day. I mean, every month. Sorry, what? So you get What's paid in. So you get paid in Bitcoin now every month. Yes. Cool. Yes, Wasabi is very strict about this. Uh, okay, we made some exceptions, but we are trying to trying to pay everything in Bitcoin because our income is also in Bitcoin. Also, we believe in Bitcoin, so. We are believe that sooner or later everything will be possible in Bitcoin, and and we are, you know, the dog, dog food uh, thing that we are using our own software, and because we believe in Bitcoin, then we are trying to do everything in Bitcoin to see if it is working or not. And two years passed since ZK Snacks, the Wasabi, uh, the company behind Wasabi is uh, created, is, is founded, and it's still working. So seemingly, Bitcoin works, even for a company. It's quite cool. So this might be hard to you know, formulate, but how, how do, how, why do you believe in Bitcoin? How did the, um, how did the hmm. turning point really came with this when you got paid? What was that thing that kind of clicked there? Mm-hmm. Um, where I came from, uh, from study and work is the only way to have a good life. Uh, this is not absolutely true. This is where I came from. My parents did it, and my parents' parents did it that way. And, you know, they said study and work and if you want to further improve your life, then study more and you will get a better job with more salary. That's the way, that's the way it is. And, uh, and because of what I mentioned, the bad investments, I, I didn't know how to, how to make money uh, out, of the, out of this, what I said, to work and, and get paid. And uh, so basically... It was a knowledge-based thing, right? Uh, but when Adam Nopara appeared with Wasabi, I had the same intention uh, to learn new things because I think learning is is essential for a happy happy life. So learn new things and, of course, get a better job. Adam told me that we can go anywhere, and that was true the first half year with. Uh, at Wasabi was spent in, in coffee houses with a laptop. And, you know, we are doing that, uh, literally that dream programmer job, uh, at least in my head, that <laughs> you have only one laptop, you go wherever you want. We went to Thailand, for example, and program Wasabi from there and anything we can do anything with laptop and internet. So <laughs> it was it was like a dream. 
the work and, from anywhere dream, right? Yes, yes, and and Wasabi uh, provided the opportunity to do this. Of course, it has disadvantage, and you have to have the the nut to to jump into this because when somebody heard that hey you will get paid in Bitcoin and there is no office we will work on in cafes and these kind of things <laughs> you know some for some programmers even now that we have an office uh, but when they heard that we are paying in Bitcoin that they uh, mm, okay uh, let me think about this. Um, Bitcoin is some kind of illegal thing or not reliable thing or something like this. So you have to have this, this. Uh, you have to jump into this without, without overthinking. And I worked for a company, a middle-sized company for for ten years, and I really like to work there. They let me try myself as a developer project manager, production manager, server maintainer, whatever I wanted to do, they let me do that. So it was very interesting. But still, sooner or later, I figured out there are hard limits uh, on the career, sorry, career perspectives. And the more I try to break out, the stronger the back reaction I get. So there was a cap, a limit. Uh, where I can get with that uh, job, and when I and, and it was not because of the limited resources or because we because of Hungary, I think it, the main reason was that how I was thinking about about things, and uh, when I realized this, I take the opportunity and act, accept the job offer at Wasabi, because what I see there is. And still, I living in this that Wasabi is a very, very open, uh, open company. There, there are no conventions. I, I will talk about this later. But uh, since then, I fell down on the rabbit hole, and having my money in Bitcoin changed my way of thinking. For example, one thing that I noticed, I, I don't consume since then. Uh, while my wealth soared in Bitcoin, uh, it won't inflate. On the contrary, it will grow. So before, before this, there was no reason to wait to save money. Storing fiat money is the worst thing you can do, right? This is what what everyone yeah. is saying, and even the banks saying this. <laughs> okay, they want your money, so they saying it for different reasons. But it's right. Storing value in fiat is is crazy. You are feeling that you are losing. So what will you do? You go to the shop and buy the the newest television there, right? To at least I have something which is not losing value. Buy a, a real estate or something like this or gold. <laughs> it's crazy, I think. Buy gold. <laughs> um, but now. If I need something, like I'm currently renovating my kitchen, I won't jump immediately into it. Because before, I knew that if I wait one year, then everything will be more expensive by 20% or something like this. 
But now I prioritize and determine uh, an exchange rate when I will start to to do that that goal. And that's because of this I became more conscious about finances. I, I don't buy things just because to spend. I buy things only if I need because I want to store as many as I can in Bitcoin. So why I believe in Bitcoin? Uh, the short answer is because it gives back the power of saving money to the people. And this has a lot of consequence. It basically changed your life, how you, how you think about spending. It's crazy. Crazy how much fiat money is able to change uh, society's thinking. But then when you're able to exit it, how dramatic the change can be it can have on your life. Like even now, I'm trying to get myself a new telephone and I'm constantly thinking, does it even worth it for me to buy an iPhone or something? And then maybe 10 years later, I'm going to be looking back like, maybe that's a $4 million iPhone. I shouldn't be buying that. How much less Satoshi I can go bring this down to before I buy it? it, it these questions always linger around. Exactly, exactly. Let me share a story. Uh, sure. We are making jokes sometimes. <laughs> we did that one of my colleagues has a $100,000 um, bathroom. <laughs> Or it was in the previous year. I think since then it is $500,000 bathroom. <laughs> you, you know, it's like, it's like with the pizzas, right? Yeah. That, uh, of course, that was important to buy that because that was the first real exchange as far as I know to to buy something for example food uh, for Bitcoin but yeah I, I know what you are saying yes you buy the phone right now uh, tomorrow and maybe in one year that money what you spent on the phone will be 10 times more so yeah so my my For example, my uh, tactic to get out of this is what I said, that I saying that, okay, now Bitcoin is 50,000. And I know that I need, let's say, a car. I, I don't have a car and I won't need one, but let's say I need a car. Then I say, okay, I know that I need a car. I can wait for it. So when Bitcoin will be 100,000, then I will buy a car. And, and that's it. So this way I have the feeling of being tactical and when I will buy the car at 100,000, I know that I, I made a good decision because I waited. So basically the car was for free, right? Or, yeah. or better. <laughs> less and, or less. And, and that's it. Because you, you have to somehow balance to to live and to um, save money, right? So there is somehow you have to harmonize that. You you cannot just save money in the whole of your life because you will get nothing. Yeah, then. like <clears throat> like everybody in society are spending constantly. Lots of people who don't even have any savings or barely any savings. But now with the with the crisis going on or just you know. Uh, Kind of, we can say that the, the for example in Hungary uh, the population savings uh, 
went up uh, like 4x in the past one year, according to official figures, quote unquote. Which might be, you know, if you like, take a look at like how it, uh, how the situation now changes, consumer behavior, people start more thinking about what they use money for, and yeah, we can go about it, but I, but that's not really our topic, I guess. Yeah, so it's so this is this is why I believe in Bitcoin to to be able to save money again, yeah. like like at my grandma's time. I remember uh, she was putting away the money and and at that time banks give you 10 or 15% or something like this and it yes. was worth to to wait so it, she was more conscious and now for example my little brother he just sees something and and buy it for for debt or something like this because it's completely the opposite way now yeah. and and bitcoin gives back the ability to to save and to worth to save money. Pretty cool. So how do you end up at Wasabi? Yeah, the short answer, answer is through friendship. Uh, because I met with Adam Nopara, 73, uh, yeah. in, in 2010 at a kickbox class. Kickbox uh, class, really? Kickbox, yes. We like martial arts. And we were doing kickbox. Then later on, I realized that he's doing an IT university at, at Solnok City or Seged City, whatever. So he's, he's, he's in IT. He's studying IT. And uh, there was a, a kickbox team building event with beers, you know, and these kind of things. And uh, I invited him to work at the company as an intern. And basically that's it. Uh, later on he went to Asia and after eight years he got back to Hungary and offered offered the job at Wasabi. So this is cool. the short story. So what do you do right now at Wasabi? Wasabi? Yes. Uh, you mean what is my, my yeah, role? What was, yeah, what's your role? A CTO. Can you so, elaborate so, on it a bit more? Yes. Uh, we don't that's my opinion. We don't like roles in Wasabi. Ah, okay. I see. Anyway, but uh, we have to wrote, write something to the website or these kind of things. But uh, uh, yeah, so I am somebody who is reviewing the the code changes in Wasabi source code and accept approving or or making some change requests in the code mm-hmm. um, and and when something is is good finished then i'm merging it into the into the master code and later on we are doing some release releases for periodically uh, that's also my job to do and also i am uh, maintaining the server so if there is a problem there then i i go there and try to fix it uh, so ev- basically, every technical thing, everything related to the software, to our backend, uh, is is on me. Cool. Of course, there are two other people who is kind of doing the same, like Adam and also Lucas Ontivero. Uh, basically, we are, we are the three people who is doing this kind of job. 
Of course, there are many great team members like the UI team, and we have an operational operation team. Um, but uh, basically, the technical part is is focused strictly these these three uh, three guys. I see. So how important? Oh, and I also oh, and I also start uh, trying to grow the team. For example, ah, I see. Uh, half year ago, a new team member Roland has joined the team, who was uh, my friend, and uh, we are still trying to grow. Uh, the the Hungarian team as well as mm -hmm. well as the the, the international guys, one the developers from yeah from abroad mm -hmm. quite interesting like quite a diverse team don't even have to be in the same office though for it yeah that's true half of the team is from abroad abroad or more moreover moreover one of the team members we just know his nickname nothing else because we we are a privacy company, right? So you can work <laughs> for us only with a nickname. And that's it. We even don't know how he look like, looks like. <laughs> that's quite cool. Yeah, it's, it's not a problem. And because the salary is in Bitcoin, we even don't know his bank account, not, nothing. So it's, it's not required. Like that, yeah. Like future of working, you just have to re rely on your reputation that you can provide something and then... If the other one honors that, you get paid properly. That's quite cool, yeah. That's like a way forward for privacy-conscious Bitcoiners. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, that's true. I mean, we are <clears throat> choosing him because he was doing a great job. And, and that's it. It's no matter where you are, came from or who you are. Uh, we know who you are because I see your code. <laughs> Like a fingerprint. It is, yeah. Cool, really cool. So how important is privacy for you? Yeah, good question. Uh, honestly, it was not important for me previously. Because I felt I, I didn't have an option to get financial privacy. Except that getting out all my salary in fiat from the bank and go wherever you want or spend whenever I want. But, uh, by the way, Fiat provides pretty good privacy. Uh, but uh, other than that, you know, everything is an open book. You have a bank account, you have a, <clears throat> someone who pays for you, and everything is there, basically. And the more you use your bank card, the more information you give to the, to the bank, and of course, the bank will pass that information anytime when the government needs that. And they can figure out a lot of things from that. I, I wasn't witness of this, but uh, basically, they see where you go, right? So you, you, went, you go abroad, you go somewhere abroad, you pay with your card. They know that, oh, you are that country, you are in that shop, you are... I, I, whatever, you have an abortion or something, it's just crazy ID just came out. But it's, anyway, it's, if, if somebody else can know it, then we can consider it public, right? So it's uh, at, at a specific point, uh, 
one can get very, very intimate and private information from you if he he's he's there, if he's there in the government, if he's there somewhere. And yeah, if if they pick you out of the crowd for some reason, for example your political views or anything, then it can be extremely dangerous. And you cannot do anything because for a long time, for, for some time, a uh, company in Hungary have to pay you on a, in, into a bank account. There is no option to be paid in fiat money. So at that point, you already lost, let's say, half of your privacy or almost everything. Quite so, scary. It is, and we are going to that way, and there is no other options. Or there is. You can take out the money for 5% from the bank, right? Or something like this. So you, you have to pay for it. And uh, since I'm working for Wasabi, I changed my mind about this. Because what you mentioned, first you have to, or, or at least for me, I have to get out of the system, look back, and see the differences. When I when you are in the system, it's much harder to see this. Uh, and with Bitcoin, we are building money. And it's it's not about my uh, my financial privacy. It's it's about everyone's financial privacy who is using Bitcoin. And because Bitcoin is public, right? It's there on the internet. Uh, the public ledger is there. Uh, now nobody can control the information. That's an advantage. Also, there are some disadvantages on this uh, because in the banking system there are some rules to save your privacy. But uh, in Bitcoin there is no such a thing, and this is good in that way. But uh, everyone has to take care about their own privacy. And. Uh, it's it's extremely important attribute of of money, I think, because Bitcoin is is trying to get a money, is trying to be a money, right? So, or sorry, it is a money, and I think if you don't, if you cannot achieve sufficient privacy, then we can throw out Bitcoin out of on the window. So it's it's very important, I think. It's I cannot emphasize because with fiat you have the limitations, right? You have to be, it's a physical thing. You have to be there to be able to see things. For example, when I pay in the shop with a, a bank note, then the cashier can see and people around can see and maybe the security camera can see that I I have, I have a, a, a bank, that bank note. But when you are paying with Bitcoin, the situation is much different, right? You, everyone can see that you paid, right? So yeah, it's completely open. Very, very important. Are you looking forward towards any technological improvement that could make Bitcoin more private? Well, basically, yes. Uh, here is Wasabi, for example, right? It's network level privacy and also. Uh, Sorry, Bitcoin level privacy. I mean, Wasabi so, is also uh, one that contributes to it in some way. Yes, I, I tend to believe that. And and it looks like it is used by many people. So 
it's important. It's not only important for us. It's important for for many people. Um, how about the technological improvements? Anything you are looking forward to, or really excited about, or something? Uh, I'm I'm excited, yes. But I am also a bit. Um, I'm not saying tired, but we are in the middle of a huge uh, progress. Uh, which I can say the Wasabi 2.0 progress, and I am I am very into it right now since since months, and everyone in the team because it's a huge project. We are basically creating a new Wasabi, and not just only the UI will be brand new, but the the Wasabi the coin join the zero link protocol how we operate uh, it will be replaced by a new protocol which is called Bobby Sabi and who it's it's a huge job no single line of code will be the <laughs> will be the same place like like before so but uh, it will be it will be very good we we figured out the concept and uh, the research is going on for for six or eight months or something like this so it's it's really a, a huge job but i see the end of the the tunnel uh, the light of the end of the tunnel but it's it will be a, a few months away so and it's it's really hard to to make a good really quality software like like Wasabi now, and there are a lot of expectations of uh, against Wasabi or toward Wasabi. So, you know, you you cannot do a, a worse uh, a worse software than Wasabi Cat 2.0 should be a better software than 1.0. So the expectations are huge. Yes, ex- exceptionally high. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's interesting. When when can we kind of expect a a, a test version of Wasabi 2.0? Is there anything on the roadmap? <laughs> <laughs> or it's in kind of sick. In two weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Half a year. Probably. That's okay. It's not a promise. Don't take it as a promise. One guy. Uh, we won't we won't put out the software. Uh, without proper testing, so there there is no deadline. For example, uh, we we don't like deadlines uh, because we prefer quality, and quality sometimes takes takes time, takes testing, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and sometimes you have to step back one and figure out the same thing some somehow else. You have to re- refactor your your initial thoughts and and it takes time but it's it's fundamental to be able to have a good software cool but if you say to the developers hey you have two weeks then he won't refactor his initial thought he will just implement the first thing it will work but later on it will it won't be the most it won't, won't be the optimal solution so we don't want to push the developers into this and uh, or myself into this so 
slowly we are progressing forward. Sometimes we have some back and forth. Sometimes we are like TGV that going forward <laughs> very fast. <clears throat> but these are the things in, in the software development. I see. How many people do you know in the space, in the Bitcoin space? Not much. <laughs> Not much. Only the developers. Uh, <clears throat> but I mean, you usually go to conferences like last time you guys held uh, a lot of, I mean, that was in 2020 back then. <laughs> Quite a year ago. It was like a couple of months ago for me. Never mind. But like, mm-hmm. uh, like y- you guys like to organize these things, right? Uh, no. Not, not like. I mean, I had the idea to to do something, but Sheresh uh, Istvan, you know, uh, from Erde oh, yeah. University, I know him. Uh, <clears throat> they started this meetup events series, and he invited me to one or two of these meetups. Uh, you were there too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> basically, I think that was the first technical-oriented Bitcoin-related event in Hungary. Because before that, there were some investor event or hyping Bitcoin app or something like, or, or Bitcoin millionaires events, but... Uh, <laughs> Sounds like some scam a, event. I would not say that it just, you know, we went to a fancy place and we talked about how to make the world to a better place with crazy ideas, but or not crazy, worthless ideas that a figure out how to improve Bitcoin. Let's let's have another coin, or you know these kind of things. And it was not technical, but Istvan's event it was it was a pretty good initialization. Of course, coronavirus cut through their. Um, their ideas, but I hope sooner or later we will get a, a good technical community here. Um, I don't have time to organize this, that's why I was very happy when Istvan started to do this, but I would like to take part in it. Cool. So, yeah, and, and any other uh, people I know is just when I started to work for Wasabi, uh, we were invited to, to the MIT University, to Boston, and I was pretty new about everything. So I just went there, uh, has, had a presentation about the coin join, and basically I was everything was new for me. So I met a few people there, like uh, some uh, ledger guy, and uh, sorry, I forget the name, or... But everything was very new and I get a lot of information. So I think for me, it takes time. It takes years to get to know the, 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 the entities there in the Bitcoin space. Huh. But, for, but I like the community and I like to be part of this community uh, because they, they like to think out of the box not doing anything by default just because that's that's a convention. And uh, this is extremely true for our company and the people in our company. There is no standard here. Uh, neither we have, we want to have one. And uh, 
I think routines and conventions are subside anyway on its own during the everyday robot. So you don't have to you have, don't have to build a book or some rule book about how to do things because it will be there anyway. But uh, the problem with rules is just it's building barriers around your mind and locks down your creative thoughts. Uh, so you have to again and again refresh this behavior of thinking out of the box. Uh, and if you are not doing this intentionally, then by default you will fall into into a box of rules, into a, a bubble, right? Yeah. So you have to seek. And what I see that people in Bitcoin always trying to seek for a better solution for something new, uh, figuring out something. For example, look look at uh, Lightning Network, right? The, yeah. They, they, there is the... <clears throat> The block size haven't been increased because that does not scale. So, and there was a, a big debate about this, but at the end, it was not. And uh, for this reason, people have to think about how to solve this. And I think Lightning Network is a, a very elegant solution for this. And if the tendency of increasing the block size would be passed, there wouldn't be a lightning network uh, because it it was not, it uh, wouldn't be required to have. So so this is this is what I really like in Bitcoin community and that they are seeking again new and new solutions. And of course, at the end, if you have a crazy idea, it will turn out because you throw it out among the wolves. And if evolution eat your ID because it's not good for some reason. No one is accepting that or, or you are not able to implement it or it's not working, then it will just kicked out. So it's really, it's no one is favored or has an unfair advantage in this community. And this has a very, very healthy effect on finding the right solution there. Yeah, it's cool. Maybe, yeah, so, maybe, so, uh, sorry. What, what are we saying? I'm just saying, so Bitcoin community is, it's because of Bitcoin community, Bitcoin, uh, people in Bitcoin, that they are open-minded, but they are also can be, they are defending themselves, right? So they are fighters, really. And uh, if, if someone is trying to break down one horn of Bitcoin, then they will get back two horns or something like this. So you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They are also open-minded and and creative and open, but if they get get attacked, then the whole community immediately react, react to that attack and uh, and strikes back. Like real honeybees, I mean, or, or what is this last thing that... Uh... Sailor was starting off. Uh, wasps. <laughs> uh, hornets, yeah, hornets. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. 
Defining Hornets. Interesting. In relation to the conferences, what, what do you think about having a hardcore Bitcoin technical and social meetup in Hungary? Would you be into that? Of course. Maybe, of course. maybe someone should make it happen. Maybe, maybe I will do it. <laughs> Who knows? Current regulations being really hard on meetups here, so that's making it quite impossible to make make one happen. Yeah, I I can imagine. Mm-hmm. It would be good. I I think Hungary is. You know, we have this uh, in the Czech Republic. There is the uh, the Paralympics. Yeah. yeah. So they they already building a very good. I was there and I really liked it. It was. It was good. It was. They have a, a separate place, uh, the Paranapolis Cafe or or workplace there, and uh, it's really a a hive or or a source or an incubator for for Bitcoiners there. And the, I, as far as I know, we don't have this here in Hungary. But uh, I meant. So what I I want to say is that it, this is already started, and I think there is a <clears throat> there are many people who is interested about this, just don't have the place right now uh, in Hungary. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I think it's a demand. Certainly, it will be in demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how and when? When is, that's the question now? After coronavirus. Yes, <laughs> certainly, probably. <laughs> what do you think about Bitcoin culture? Hmm. Bitcoin culture. Hmm. It's it feels like being part in a community who <clears throat> who's who's are rebuilding the world by creating a new money. And who I met, I, the, the whole community is is fulfilled with hope, reluctant spirit, but also with modesty. And uh, also what I I already mentioned that that. They have the willingness to fight for the right thing, but still everything based on research, knowledge, and evolution. So, if the question was this, that I, I thinking, I don't know if there is any community which similar to this, because if it is open-minded, then then it usually don't fight. But if it is a fighter community and you know, attacking everyone, then it's not open-minded. So I like that mixture here. That I, and I think it, it's because the very good incentives of Bitcoin that it has to be correct technically, it has to be correct um, on on financial basic basis, right? It has to be correct incentives in it. For example, like look how Bitcoin is evolving. You have to satisfy the coders. You, the developers, you have to satisfy the miners, you have to satisfy the users, because every single um, entity in the whole Bitcoin can have their veto right, and and they can they can do it. So you always have to reach for a consensus there, and sometimes it's it's not easy, but it's possible. So this is what I like in it that. Decisions are not born in an office among ten people, like like the greatest, uh, most powerful countries right now. Uh, it's it's really born every decision born by the the whole community, by the the whole culture, and uh, 
I think people in this community is thinking like this because they they have to. And I think it's very good. It's a very good way of thinking to not not uh, you you cannot have the the absolute power in this system because it's decentralized, right? So the the goal is not to achieve the biggest uh, power like like you see government in Hungary that the goal is to achieve more and more power and by reducing the rights of any other who is trying to get the power so they are basically not working to improve things they are working to improve their status and yeah. this is where money time and the focus is is going to that way instead of improving things and in bitcoin there it is this is not possible and i think the bitcoin culture is 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 very strong because of this it is i well i think we reached the end of the show do you have anything else you want to add if you want to contribute to wasabi then don't hesitate come to the github repository uh, we are trying to build a community there also and uh, we have every week the wasabi experience club uh, you are free to join basically it's not technical anymore or it can be technical <laughs> but if you don't know anything about wabi sabi or protocols that's not a problem because the research already finished that's why it was renamed to wasabi experience uh, is there a link for that not hmm? is there a link for this is it, is it like a voice chat yes it's a it's a google meet or cool. something or or, G, or jc i i don't know uh we are changing those two softwares from time to time depends on which is which is better but uh if you go to the wasabi experience or or write this into dagdago for example <laughs> then or google then uh, you will find it has its own repository and uh, it's basically a non-informal conversation about things in bitcoin so i would like to invite everyone there and also if you are a developer then come to the repository and make some pull requests or contributions there um, it will be gladly uh, accepted cool yeah that's all all right well thank you very much for coming to the show i really enjoyed this chat with you i'm really sure the listeners will really enjoy it also once it's released so yes thank you very much for coming thank you for having me goodbye so that was the episode for today hope you guys enjoyed it because i really did although except the, the the microphone quality but never mind i i had a chat with no para he said he's working on it getting everybody yeti blue for next month within two weeks oh yeah i hope you guys really enjoyed the show and don't forget to check out bitdiggies.com for some sweet piggy goodness that can teach you how to save money and achieve self-sovereignty for your children and yourself so that's it guys Next time, we'll be coming with Laser Huddle, and we will be talking about the Freedom Maximalists. So see you guys next time. Bye-bye.